If there's one thing everyone can agree on, it's that finances can be confusing, especially when you're trying to make sure your career, family life, and everything in between is taken care of. Trust me, I'm right there with you. Whether you're a seasoned investor, a budgeting newbie, or just someone looking to supercharge your financial future in about 15 minutes, this is for you. If you're ready to make your money work harder for you, and if you're ready to spark true financial independence, then you've come to the right place. I'm Teresa Arago, and this is Talking Sense. Nearly 80% of Americans work somewhere that offers a 401k employer plan. It's one of the most powerful ways that you can build towards financial independence. But 40% of those that have the ability to contribute don't. So let's dig into the 401k, how impactful this resource can be for you, and how things like bonuses or extra contributions could impact it. And our main focus is going to be about bonuses, but we are going to spend some time talking about other things as well. I've got my partner, Brian, here with me today, and he's going to be helping us with this episode. I will say I, when I think of 401ks, I have to think I have a friend whose son thought the 401k was a candy bar. Yeah, I think uh, there's lots of people who uh, think it's a candy bar and sometimes maybe even treat it like a candy bar, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a treat to enjoy from time to time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. dig into those sorts of things. But let's talk about some basics first. So the 401k is a retirement savings plan sponsored by your employer that allows you to contribute and often includes a match of some sort as well. And there are other types that have different number and letter combinations. So just kind of lump all of those together for the conversation today. When we say 401k, we could be really talking about a 403b, 401a, all those different ones. But generally speaking, employer plans. Now, the funds that you put in it are invested and taxes on contributions and earnings are deferred. So you don't have to worry about those until you're taking withdrawals, typically in retirement. So those are kind of the basics. And we did do an episode a while back about understanding your employer plan. But, you know, when when we started here at Gym Wealth, we don't have a 401k, but we do have a simple IRA, which is for small businesses. And John and Janet have kind of worn us all out about contributing. They have. Uh, it's very important. This part of our culture here is yes. that, you know, uh, if we're going to help people to save for retirement, then we must do the same things for ourselves. Yes. We have to literally put our money where our mouth exactly. is there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So we do think that, you know, there is a lot of misconception in general out there when it comes to 401ks. And it it kind of makes me sad because I think it's so important, especially when you consider that many of us are going to retire without a pension option. Yes. And Social Security, it's going to be there most likely. I, I, genu- I generally believe it's going to be there, but it may be a lowered amount. Very much so. Which puts more emphasis on my need to prepare for myself. Mm-hmm. And yet people are still short-sighted. And I think it's because they're not educated. Yeah. I've heard of people, you know, who never contributed to their 401k and there was no pension at their employer and like, okay, I'm ready to retire. They've worked there, you know, 30 or 40 years. Like, where's my retirement? Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. And that's the part that makes us nervous. So that's why we find it so important to talk about this. So now where we mentioned bonuses and some plans or some employers Define compensation as salary plus bonuses plus overtime. Not all of them do. So it is important, you know, when we're talking about whether you should put your bonus in there for you to understand whether it's considered part of your salary or part of your compensation, excuse me, because if it is part of your compensation, then you might even be eligible for a match. Yeah, you always want to get the match if Mm -hmm. you're eligible for it. Yes. So if they're willing to even match the bonus that you set aside in there, then by golly, I would say do it now. 
Make sure you're paying attention to your contribution limit. If you are one of those that has really set fire to their savings and you're putting in a ton, depending on your employer's setup, some employers, if you get to the limit, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, if you get to that limit early in the year, you won't get any match after that point. Some will short up. So if they're one of the ones that will short up, it's not as important to pay attention to, you know, where you stand. But if it's one of those that will not match, if you don't have an employee contribution in that payroll, then using your bonus may not make sense. You may just want to pick a dollar amount per pay period that goes in to make sure you hit the max for you. So let's talk about those contribution limits. Um, we've got those listed here. Yes. And Brian, I'm going to let you go through those. Sure. Yeah. The uh, 401k contribution limit for 2024 is $23,000 for employee contributions. Uh, if you happen to be 50 or older, uh, there's this thing we call the catch up mm-hmm. that uh, where you can contribute an additional $7,500 in contributions. That's $30,500. And that's your money. Your that money. doesn't count the match. That's not the match at all. So that can be impactful if you've got, an, you know, let's say you make 100000 then there's an additional, you know, 6000 they can put in yes. on top of yours. So if you've got a 6% match. So there's a lot of wiggle room that can happen there. And here's some bonus content, by the way. If you are also contributing to an IRA, your employer contributions do not count towards that. So you can be putting in that, you know, 30500 at 50 in your employer plan as a deferral, and you can still do your IRA contribution. Now, whether it's Roth or traditional is between you and your financial advisor and maybe your CPA, depending on your income. So make sure that you're, you know, paying attention to those income limits but you still have the ability to even add more if you're in that kind of stage of life where you're going, okay, I got to really hit the ground running here. And if you aren't at risk of missing out on your match, bonuses can be a great way to boost that. So let's say you're not able to do the maximum amount per year. Using a portion of your bonuses can help you kind of get a little jump inside there, drop a little lump sum from time to time. Exactly. Uh, For example, if you had a thousand dollar bonus and you happen to be 30 years old, and you receive a dollar for dollar match on up to 6%, that's an extra $60. Mm-hmm. And so let's assume a conservative 6% growth over the next 30 years to age 60, that uh, becomes 6,088 bucks. So you've multiplied that sucker by a lot. So imagine if you did that over several years. Yes. So if you, and, and mind you, that was as if you did it one time and you never touched it. Mm-hmm. So let's say you did that but you also contributed $100 a month. You only had the one bonus, but you yes. also added monthly contributions. So you get to use that cow story or the dollar cost averaging that we've talked about before. Now that 30 years later at age 60, you've got 100,958. Now, total transparency, that's not gonna be enough to retire all by itself unless you have zero debt and almost no expenses. But you can see the impact of just adding $100. So imagine if you added even more, that multiplier works out and it can add up greatly over time. So what I would say, the takeaway from that is in general, start now. If you feel like you're late already, that's okay. Now's better than a month from now. It's never too late to start. Yes. We tell so clients all the time. Some it's progress. N- yes. It's never <laughs> too late to start, but you got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are at risk of missing out on matching contributions, it, it could be a little harmful for you long-term. Again, if they're going to stop matching you a third of the way through the year and you miss out on the rest of those matches, then that could be a problem. But many employers that I've seen will shore that up So just get with your HR department or your financial advisor and have them check into that. Let's pretend you got a $30,000 Q1 bonus. You have rocked it out, right? And they match up to 6%. So that's $1,500 in matching dollars in Q1. But you don't get any more because you've maxed out. 
that's still 6000 for the year if you stretch it over the whole year. The difference of $4,500 over that is going to hurt. So like if you miss out on $1,500 match over the course of the year, then that will kind of hurt you long term. But if you spread out your contributions and if you're trying to reach that max, I always encourage people don't do a percentage, do a dollar amount. Most yes. employers will allow you to do that. Some won't. But try to work that out where you're doing a a fixed dollar amount to make sure you're hitting that limit without going over it early by accident. But you can also just check your quarterly statements and adjust. Most employers will allow you to adjust contributions on a quarterly basis and the bigger plans. Yes. So if you need to make an adjustment, you can, but you've just got to stay on top of it and and make sure that you're watching that so you don't miss out. Yes. That that grows to $67,500 just in free money Mm -hmm. with no growth. That's crazy. That is crazy. I think I think a lot of people don't realize the impact of time. No. I mean, I see it on on my body. I yeah. see it on my uh, you know my ability to do things that I used to be able to do. Yes. Um, <laughs> my daughter is five, and she just this past week she was trying to show me her cartwheel, and I was like, I could show her how to do that, and then I went, mm, mm. no, I feel like it didn't go well last time. Yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to our finances, I think we forget that that impact that it has on our life long term mm-hmm. if we make those decisions even a few years earlier. Exactly. Also, we want to maximize savings in general. And it's good to know those figures. I think a lot of people don't realize that the IRA contribution limit increased. The employer plan contributions have increased, not just for 401ks. It's also increased in other types of plans. So you need to talk to your employer and your financial advisor about your specific situation. Because any advice we give here is generalized. We don't know your specific situation. But if we did, we could help you really personalize this and make sure that you know exactly what you need to be doing for your goals. So make sure you're timing things right based on what your actual goals are. Next one, don't miss out on free money. Mm-hmm. Max out your match, but don't max it out too early. Right. Uh, if you don't understand your match, do some research. Mm-hmm. Give us a call here at Gen Wealth Financial Advisors or send us a, a note. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, also the person who does your uh, payroll uh in my former life, we mm-hmm. always had someone who was very good, who who did payroll, who could also help help you understand some of those things. And if you don't have that, there is an advisor on that plan. Yes. You just need to find them. Sometimes that's a little challenging. Yes. But the summary plan document, if you just like get it open and you hit the little button to make it find things, put in the word match. It'll help you find the data. So Definitely want to make sure you understand that and that you're getting that. I mean, if I walked up to you and I said, hey, if you'll hand me 20 bucks, I'll hand you 40 in a little bit. You'd find $20. Exactly. You better because believe you, it. you would want that money. But we tend to not think we get a little short sighted on that. Another thing to understand about investing in general, and I guess really life, is that consistency is key. No matter what your goal is, being consistent builds habits. And then those habits become a lifestyle. You know, I, I, I'm making fun of myself here because I've been. I've got a uh, half marathon I'm running in September, y'all. I have stopped and started at least 17 times in the last few months. Now, granted, I have some health challenges that have caused this um, that I'm working through. But being consistent, even if I were just walking every day, even if I couldn't run, I would be further along than I am now. So, you know, I kind of have these sayings. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I heard one last summer about consistency. Okay. Consistency is the mother of change. Ooh, that is a good one. Yes, it That's is. That's a good one. It's okay. kind of deep, but uh, yes. I like that I, one. I, re- I had to you're think about it for, for a little bit, but yeah, mm-hmm. it really is. Being consistent, whether you're saving 
you're exercising, Mm -hmm. eating correctly, whatever, being consistent is what really is the root of change. And one of those things you can do to be consistent with your employer plan, if you've just gotten started, starting small is better than nothing at all. But set it up, a lot of larger plans will allow you to set it up to automatically increase how much you're putting in over certain intervals. So it could increase it annually or it can increase it quarterly depending on what format they have. If they don't have that, set a reminder in your phone that when you're doing your benefits packages in October through you know November, that you make that adjustment then. You can reach out to them and set it up so that when you start the new payroll, you know, you get that cost of living yes. adjustment, you go ahead and up that contribution and that will add up over your lifetime. Don't let your um, lifestyle creep uh, yes. happen when you that, get, What do we call it? Lifestyle inflation? Yes, yes. I think it's really easy to do that because I think you think, ooh, I earned this raise. I'm going to go treat myself. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is you end up treating yourself so much that that raise has now just it, it not just made much of a difference. Yeah. So, yes. So if you're intentional with it before you get that first raise, it will benefit you and give your money an opportunity to grow. You know, we, we've talked before about 401k loans and how those can impact you. But I think it's it's one of those things that is genuinely not talked about enough. I think I a lot of people think of it as, oh, well, it's not harming anybody. I'm yeah. paying myself. I'm, I'm betting on myself. Yes. But life happens. And if you cut into the most powerful tool for building your financial independence, then you are, you know, really knocking your legs out from underneath yourself on that journey. So making it a priority to put in and then pretend that it's dead to you would absolutely serve you well in the long run. Yeah, when those statements come, don't dwell on them. You know, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people. Up or down. Up or down, up uh-huh. or down. You know, I know a lot of people who don't even open them for the mm-hmm. first few years. I'm not sure that I really recommend that because you do want no. to make sure that your contributions, the match is correctly, but you cannot get fixated on when they go up and down. Just make sure that the money that's supposed to go in there mm-hmm. is going in there and then just move on. Here's some bonus content for those of you that have opened your 401k recently, or even if you've been in it for a long time, because I've seen this more and more lately, and this is totally off topic. I'm just going to own that. I have seen a large influx of people who either do not have beneficiaries on their 401k, or they have a single beneficiary without a contingent. The challenge there is if, if you were to pass away and you have no beneficiaries, your 401k will go through probate which is not a fun process, especially for your heirs. And if you are married and your spouse is your primary beneficiary, but you don't have a contingent and something happens to both of you at the same time, same thing. There's no beneficiary any longer. And usually husbands and wives or spouses are together a lot. So, you know, just throwing that out there. And then making extra contributions could potentially put you in a lower tax bracket too. There's another benefit here. So if you defer some of that bonus into the plan and you're using pre-tax assets, so you're choosing to do it on a pre-tax basis, then it's lowering what's taxable to you at the end of the year. So there's a little added bonus for you. Now do remember, you're going to have to pay taxes on those assets when you take out money later. So there's some other strategies you might want to employ, but it can be a great tool for you if you use it intentionally, which is kind of the word of the day. Yes. Well, it's time for our two cents, Brian. So I'm going to let you go first. Okay. The 401k is a powerful resource, but it's only helpful if you use it. Mm-hmm. Be sure to understand how it fits in your overall plan. And if you aren't sure, check with your financial advisor. Perfect. And we've got a treasure trove of totally free financial resources to help you navigate your journey to financial independence at our Gym Wealth Academy. 
Real financial education shouldn't be hidden. It shouldn't be behind a velvet rope or a paywall. I suggest you check it out. So you can go to our website. We've got one document specifically called Six Keys to Unlocking Financial Independence. You can get it at getreadyforthefuture.com slash keys, or you can text keys to 501-381-5228. We put out new content every week to help you spark financial independence. So if you don't want to miss out, we'd suggest that you subscribe and make sure you've got notifications turned on. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Talking Sense. And if you like what you hear, make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The Jim Walt team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or by calling our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment and no strategy can assure success. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and Gemwell Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial.